Good morning, friends. <clears throat> uh, Friday morning. Not even sure what the day is. Anyway, uh, yesterday I shared about when uh, Becky and I made a serious commitment to follow after Christ that, of course, continues to this day. And part of that help I think decision was when we decided to tithe today I want to talk about shortly after that we uh we heard about the baptism in the Holy Spirit <clears throat> uh it's kind of a new thing for us we knew about Pentecost we read that in the scriptures uh but somehow we thought all that was for the the early church the first century but uh shortly after coming to Christ making these decisions and a lot of friends were also doing the same thing um, <clears throat> our pastor organized some meetings and he had a, a Presbyterian evangelist come to speak to us a guy named Mickey Rice and he told us about the baptism in the Holy Spirit he explained a lot and at one of the meetings one night uh, several of our friends asked to receive and began to speak in tongues and then he shortly turned to uh, Becky and me and asked, would we be interested? And Becky said, frankly, no. We didn't understand it. <clears throat> and uh, just because others, we felt like we need to see for ourselves. So we spent the next few months really studying through all of the New Testament uh, concerning what it said about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And um, we saw it all through the scriptures. We had never really paid attention before, but we saw it all through the New Testament, Acts, Ephesians, different places. And uh, it concluded, or in Corinthians, that um, the purpose of the baptism of the Holy Spirit was to enable believers to um, function to minister more effectively, uh, to empower them. And I thought, wow, why wouldn't we need that today? And where does it say it quit? Now, there's one scripture that says that uh, tongues and knowledge will cease when that which is perfect has come. But... Um, and they conclude that when the Bible was canonized, nobody needed that anymore. Well, in our day and age, do we need power from God? Do we need discernment? Do we need ability? So, <clears throat> finally, we concluded that it was for the day. Um, and I remember when we'd bought a book for to give to Charlotte by Pat Boone. Was talking about our sing a new song or I can't remember the name title anyway I uh, I took the book went out in the backyard it was uh, pretty warm that December <clears throat> we were going to send it to her for Christmas and I read it <clears throat> and then I went out in the backyard rather and uh, asked the Lord to baptize me in the Holy Spirit and uh, I didn't speak in tongues um, but I felt that God had touched me. <clears throat> so, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, 
it wasn't until we moved to Northern Virginia that both of us uh, actually received our prayer language. Pastor Topping came and helped us, um, asking us to confess sins and um, commit our lives totally again. And, um, and we received the prayer language, which we've used through the years, especially praying for other people or praying when we don't know what to pray um, or, or in just praise to God. <clears throat> um, the whole scriptures are full, the New Testament is full of, uh, of incidents. And uh, if you've never re received this power that uh, enables you to be more than you would have been before, doesn't make you greater than someone else. And we know that all believers have the Holy Spirit. You can't, you can't confess Jesus as Lord. You can't uh, have understanding of, of who he is and what he wants without the Holy Spirit working in our lives. But the baptism in the Holy Spirit enables us to be more than we would have been. And it is for today. It's real. It's not a big emotional thing. Obviously, anytime God does something special in your life, there is a sense of emotions, but it it's not. Uh, it doesn't take you over. It doesn't overwhelm you, but it enables you. It's a, it's a great gift. Anyway, we that was a a, a very important experience. Uh, for us and our walk with the Lord. And you will see in future of these uh, little times together as I explain. The fact is, uh, next week, um, t no, next, tomorrow, I want to share about uh, some first evidence to me that I had been baptized in the Holy Spirit. I began to see things that I'd never seen before. I pray that you have a good day today. Um, I want to read a couple of scriptures. Remember in that, in, um, in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, all those in the first part of the the book says uh, when it, when John the Baptist is talking, he says of Jesus that he shall baptize you with the Holy Spirit or in the Holy Spirit. Um, in Acts one five, Jesus tells his disciples that you shall be baptized in the Holy Spirit. In Acts 11, um, uh, well, Acts 10, 44 through 46, and then Peter refers to it again in Acts 11, 15, <clears throat> when he was ministering <clears throat> to Cornelius' household, uh, he said that the Spirit fell on them just like us in the beginning, and they began to speak in tongues. Uh, when Paul laid his hands on the Ephesian elders in Acts uh, 19, verse 6, they began to speak with tongues. Um, and then a lot of instructions on how to how that's to be applied in the church or in your public life and in First Corinthians and other places. So it was it was something obviously the first century, but we also found out it's for this century. Um, if you've never received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, <clears throat> I encourage you to study the scriptures and find it for yourself. 
and if you want to be more than you are presently in serving Christ and walking with him, then ask him to do that for you as well. God bless. You have a great day. Stay safe. I love you. Bye.